everyone. We're back today with our Amini Me podcast series. Today we have Matt with us. Thank you for coming to the show. No worries, I'm here. How are you feeling today? Feeling good. It's a good day. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, a little bit of background information around Mac. So Mac's a newly arrived young person himself. Would you still consider yourself newly arrived or um, how do you feel about that? Not really. I've been here for like a, about five years. So Okay, if I was to, if I was to define um, newly arrived, I would say that it's someone that came to a new environment, a new place where they don't really know how things are or how things go. But then as you integrate into society, as you integrate into the community, schooling system, friends, um, extracurricular activities and stuff, then you kind of gain, gain, I don't know, some, a new, a new term. I think there should be yeah. a new term. Well, yeah. if, that, if that was a new term, <laughs> what would it be? Like, um, what, what would you call that? I really don't know, but... Is there um, a term for it? Should be something opposite to newly, newly arrived. arrived. Yeah. Yeah, just like a Coventry citizen, <laughs> just like anyone else. Yeah, not to that extent. But. <laughs> not to that extent. Yeah. yeah, think about it. We can think about it. Yeah, we can it's think something about for it. us to think about as well, because, like yeah. I said, like at PYF, we just mm. call newly arrived young people mm. always newly arrived. Okay. But then yeah. we should ask, like, yeah, how do you feel about being? called that okay. yeah. uh, uh, before we go into any more questions would you like to introduce yourself a little bit like tell us a little bit about where you are from mm. how long you've been here for um yeah anything you'd like to share about okay. your little story yeah so um so my name is uh, makawi i'm also known as mac um i'm originally from sudan i was born in sudan i was born in um durman khartoum um, and we're Christians. So my dad was a Christian and my granddad was a Christian as well. Um, because, uh, you know, in Sudan, the population is mostly Muslim. So we're from a Christian background, which we are minorities. And um, so, yeah, when problems happened, obviously my, um, my parents left the country and we settled in Lebanon for a while. And then um, we moved to the UK in 2017. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm here. Been here five years now. Yeah, it's been almost five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? Like, what have the five years been like for you? Um, it went like it, it seemed like it was in in a blink of an eye. <laughs> five years just passed. Um, but hey, I gained a lot of um experience. Um, made a lot of friends, met new people, start working in many places. Um, I'd say it was quite a journey. Yeah, it was good. So we're going to take it back to the start, if that's okay. Yeah. And if you're comfortable, I'd like you to think about um, what it was like, like looking back now that you've been in Coventry for five years, like do you recall what it was like having to leave or coming here? Like what was that like for you being, how old were you then when you when you came here? Um, to the I UK? was 18. Okay. Just turned 18. So yeah. you're an adult almost. Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you're still young, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, um, really that at the age of 18, you're kind of learning who you are. You're you're still a teen, but mm. you're coming into adulthood and, and, yeah. and you're coming to a new new country, a new place. Like, what was that like for you? Um, I would say it wasn't something that we weren't used to because... Um, so before coming before coming to the UK, we settled in a couple of countries. So like I said, I was born in Sudan. We lived in Syria for a while. Then we moved to Lebanon and 
in our lives we kept moving like cities and stuff um i would say the experience was it was positive and negative in a way because part of me really wanted to stay and part of me wanted to you know find a good life a new life um so when we 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 had the the news that in two months we're gonna leave um lebanon to, to the uk um I felt quite in the middle, like 50-50. I wanted to, 50% wanted to leave, 50% wanted to stay. But then I, I knew that I had to like, you know, I had to leave at some point. Mm-hmm. So these two months were like, um, I enjoyed every single bit mm-hmm. of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, like how long were you in Lebanon for before you? Um, I believe it was 15, over 15 years. Yes, wow, in a Lebanon. long time. Yeah, so literally but- it was my, um, Home. My child with my home, oh, yeah. if, if you'd like, yeah. It's it's not easy leaving your home country for, yeah. even though you're, you said like you, you're trying to be positive about it, mm. um, you know, but you're leaving everything behind. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you did come here, what was that like for you? You know, even, you know, did you come, you came on a plane, right? Yeah. So on the resettlement scheme, mm-hmm. you, you'd find out so do you remember the process like do you understand do you remember it do you have an understanding of it or do you remember what you had to do to come here um yeah i kind of remember the process because my mom was um it was my mom's um application so i remember my mom's been doing it for for quite some time so it was like over 10 years so she's done it so we've been in Lebanon for over 15 years. So she's done it like five years after we, we've we been staying in Lebanon and then it wasn't really going well. And then she she stopped for a while and then she she's done it again. And then luckily it just worked. Yeah. And I don't really know um, how the process went, but I knew that my mom had to come and go. She had to kept calling, she kept calling um, the people responsible for our for our case application and um yeah she she did work hard um but at the end it just it just it worked accepted out it. Yeah. yeah i think it's some sometimes people don't understand how long it takes for an application to mm. be accepted like you said yeah. you were there for five years before mm-hmm. and it took five years for them to even review and accept your case yeah so as a family you came here um do you remember like any assessments that you had to do before coming here? Because uh, for for our program, the Amini Nami project, we're trying to understand the the mental health of uh, newly arrived young people, and we understand that when they when they come to the country, services aren't fully aware of the processes before them coming here, mm. or they're not given enough background or um, an insight into what they might have been through or the trauma you might have been through or um, even like a simple mental health assessment for for us, it would or the uh, professions working here, for us to know a little bit more about you makes it a little bit easier for us to to work with you and to understand you a bit better. So um, we're trying to open up that dialogue and make people aware of the situation or yeah. just understand a bit better. So do you, did you were at, um, whilst you were there? Did you know? Or do you recall having any assessment around your mental health or even your physical health? Um, in 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 the Arab world, um, mental health isn't isn't like isn't a thing yeah. back there. So when we came to the UK, uh, we realised um, that they care a lot about mental health, mental yeah. health this, mental health that. You need to take care of your mental health. Um, when you speak about 
okay, I need to I need to see someone to to, to talk to about mental health in Lebanon or I would say in any Arab country, people will view you as you're a crazy person. Mm. So are you crazy? You're going to 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 check yeah. on your mental health and stuff. And so back 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 in the Arab world it's not really it's not really that big. Mm. Um and people don't really care about mental health. So the people be going through a lot of um mental distress, a lot of um mental health problems as we call them here. But then they don't really uh, look after the mental health as they look after the the physical well-being. Yeah. So, so I, w- I wouldn't say no. We didn't have any any assessment to deal with mental health because it's not it's not really a thing back there. I think it's only like the rich would kind of like consider such yeah. a thing. But yeah, for the for the middle class or the poor people, it's not. It's not really a thing. It's not really. So yeah. before coming here, when your case was reviewed and accepted, mm. um, you didn't go through a process, or they didn't ask you how you're feeling about that. You're like you having to leave or anything like that. No, you I don't recall. Just, you don't recall. I that? don't recall it at all. No. Okay, and that puts a bit of a perspective on our end. Like if, mm. like for us, like if that's not happening, it kind of needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you're coming to a new country, and of course, it's going to be a difficult. Yeah. Um, you know a difficult situation, you know, having to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I actually didn't know. I just assumed that it did, yeah. it did take place. No, 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 it didn't take place. So when, so when we first arrived into this country and then they, they started like speaking to, in college everywhere, really, mm-hmm. they started speaking to us about mental health, it really like opened our um, understanding on, on things. Yeah. And that mental health is a real though even even little stress is 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 affecting your mental health and yeah. mental well-being so it was really a positive thing um, for us yeah. to encounter yeah do you feel like we need like professionals working with um young people or even newly arrived young people do you do you feel like um we need to do a better job of like talking about that to you? Like, were you fully aware of like the services available to you? Did you know how to access them if you needed to speak to someone? Like, um, I think, yeah, I think I think more awareness sessions should be done uh, for people that are, uh, newly arrived to, to this country. Because um, I remember when in one of the sessions, with PYF as well, one yeah. of the sessions, um, um, the... The person responsible for the session asked the question, um, what is mental health? I literally didn't know what, what a mental health was yeah. back then. So, yeah, so I think I think it's really a good subject to start off with um, young people to just see like where they are yeah. uh, with their mental health. If they know what mental health is and how their everyday life is affected by their mental health and mental yeah. well-being. Yeah. So when when you you, uh, you first came here. Yeah. And and you started hearing the word mental health. Mm. What was your understanding of mental health? Like, did it make it easier if um, the services approached it differently by just talking about your feelings? But what what did you understand of it? Like I said in like I said in the Arab world, when you speak about mental health, mental problems, you, you're just speaking about it's 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 a negative connotation yeah. rather than uh, just, something positive. Yeah, just or, they don't yeah. see it as your general well-being. Yeah, they see it as the extreme of yeah. like being crazy. Yeah, but mental being... health is just how you're feeling in general. Yeah. It can be low, middle, high. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. and that's what we're trying to raise awareness about as well. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody is new here. Um, 
there have been some challenges and there's, there'll be certain points in their life whilst they're settling here that there's going to be triggers. Yeah. And if they don't have um, systems in place or networks of people and support systems, mm -hmm. then they're not not going to know who to speak to and they're not yeah. going to know how to support themselves when something does happen Definitely. and if it does happen. Yes. When you did come to the UK five years ago yeah. and you were new here in the first few months, um, do you feel that you could have received better support? And that's any kind of support. Do you think all the support you needed was ready available? Um, I think yes and no. Um, I think there's always support to give. And um, I think I, I would have had better support in, in them teaching me or like um, guiding me through the education system. Yeah. Um, education system for people over the age of 18. So people that left school recently because um, I really d didn't know how the education system went. And I, I would say that I, I wasted a couple of years um, being lost, not knowing what to do and what I should do in order to achieve what I was, I wanted to achieve. So yeah. I would say, in that area, it would be it would be good if you guide young people and talk them through the education system and talk to them about their dreams and goals and see yeah. how you can meet them. So, yeah. what were your dreams and goals before you came here? Did you always know what you wanted to do? Did you have a kind of insight already? Yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to go to university, but there wasn't like a clear. I didn't have um, the understanding on how how to do it based on the system in this country. Yeah. I didn't know what um, exams to take. I didn't know how long it, it would take. I didn't know. So what they told me was. Um, that needed to. Who's they? Sorry. Um, people in college yeah. and people in um Coventry City Council. Yeah. Yeah, these were the people that were really, and our caseworkers. Yeah. Yeah. So what well, they told me that um, they just told me to go and enroll in college, which was a waste of time, really, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that happens to a lot of newly arrived young people as well? Your age or even yeah, younger? Yeah, definitely. Like, with your, yeah. Amongst your friends, like, mm. are these like common like themes or challenges that you face where you, you're not really aware of the education system and you don't know, like, you know where you want to go, but you don't know the pathway? Yeah, uh, definitely. I know I know of um, young people in um, well, my family, friends and stuff in, 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 in college. And they've been in college for over three years, four years. And still doing entry one level one, which is which is really it's a waste a waste of their time. Yeah, they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and then they're twenty three, twenty two, and you're still in college. Um, yeah, which I try to help them. I try to explain to them about more about the education system in in the UK and how yeah. how you can get over. You really don't need to go to college in order to achieve level one, really. Yeah, how you can fast so, track. Yeah, fast track through yeah. it. Yeah. Do you feel like the college system, our education, is kind of set sets up to fail newly arrived young people a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I'd say. Because you're having to do, like you said, one course over a really long period of time, yeah. whereas everyone else that's already here at the same mm -hmm. age as you, because they know the language, are just sailing through and yeah. getting to where you could be at a shorter amount of time. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's something that triggers mental health as well? You know... 
seeing everybody else around you that you've been in school with or in college with, maybe your same age that you've made friends with now that you've been here for years and, you know, you want to be in that place too and you're like, oh, I want to get there, I want to get there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely, it definitely um, triggers the mental health and not just seeing the people that they're um, uh, going to going places, but you being in a stagnant place for, for one year, two years, three years, four years, it's just, what's next, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's stress, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're trying to find yourself. You're trying to settle. Yeah. You're trying to, you know. And then knowing that okay, I'm I've been in I've been in level one for two years, and mm-hmm. then I I gotta do level two. Yeah. Maybe doing A levels or GCSEs, and then maybe going to university. That would take them like what, ten years. Ten years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you overcome that? What What is it that's helped you then? What What did you learn? Um, how did you get to? Cause, because right now you're studying. What are you studying? Um, law. Yeah, <laughs> law and, and the, you're studying at uh, where are you studying? Uh, uh, Coventry University. Yeah. So how did you get there? Um, I did I did my research after after a year of being in college, and then knowing that uh, I went to college, and when I finished my, f- I did business admin um level one course it took me a whole a whole year um and then i went to back to college and they told me that i needed uh, i still need to do the level two and then two years of level three that would be like what four years four years and so i had to do my research i, I did my research and i found alternatives i found out that i could do an access course and that would um that would um, give me, I would do it for a year and then I could go to university whilst doing my GCSEs as well. Oh, wow. So yeah. you, so did you, do, did you do your GCSEs with the college with, then? With the, uh, with at the, the same time doing the access course? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you literally and then, condensed that whole time? Yeah, then? the whole four years condensed into one. Which wow. Is, yeah. Which nobody is, knows. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows this. So it's so the waste, the really waste time. So this college. is kind of what we need to let newly arrived young yeah. people know that you know there's ways around the system mm. um you don't have to spend this many years in college yeah definitely. Um, you were slightly at an advantage i know that when you first came you mm. did have a good would you say a good level of english yeah i would say yeah yeah but sometimes if you do you think it's the same situation for some newly arrived young people that don't speak the language at all like do you think there's um, any way around that or yeah i would say that the language would be a would be a problem mm. but then they're really they're really they're really smart they they come to this country and then they learn the language in a year which is amazing yeah. which is really amazing so they can still they can still um excel in the language or they can still take the exams without being in college sorry i'm speaking a lot against college no no, no 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 it's it's really important it's not it's not about college itself it's just yeah. the system and that's this this is the point of us having these conversations yeah. because we're trying to raise awareness about the struggles that newly arrived young people mm. are facing and it might be that there's struggles in the education system yeah. and that's the whole point of having this conversation is so yeah, until can, we don't have this conversation yeah. we won't know mm. you know so yeah i believe they can they can do it uh using faster routes um outside of college yeah so because there's independent exams so you can you can sit your gcses without going to any um learning facilities uh you can but they need they need a teacher as well so yeah yeah so i i had to teach myself gcses so i didn't i didn't go to college i could just wow, bought the books, yeah. <laughs> bought yeah. the books and, and taught yourself yeah 
not sure if everyone has that commitment and yes. that dedication, yeah. which is actually quite rare to find. So kudos to you for actually, you know, being disciplined and teaching yourself. But I feel like if you've if you're determined and you're disciplined, yeah. like you can, like you said, you taught your own yourself. I can't imagine doing my GCSEs, <laughs> teaching myself. Yeah. Took me how many years to do them in a school? Yeah, but it's amazing. Like, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, because um, yeah, for the GCSEs, it's the same. So in year nine um, and 10 back in Lebanon, we were in a more advanced level than the GCSEs in this yeah. country. So it's kind of, that kind of helped me. So it was just um, kind of refreshing my memory yeah, with it. Yeah, which is it's amazing. Um, going to move on to our next part of the conversation. Yeah. So um, I think we touched on this a little bit, but I wanted to ask you about some of the challenges that you faced when you first came to the UK. So, of course, you know, you mentioned language. That's going to be a, a challenge. But what other things did you kind of have to deal with or you weren't sure about if you could touch on those? Uh, things I had to deal with I wasn't sure of. Yeah, or just like challenges. It can be small or big. Um, Challenges. I'd say the um, uh, housing challenges because because even my parents didn't understand like the full law the law on how um rent goes how housing benefits or or other things so when so when the council sends us letters and stuff I'd read it but I wouldn't f fully understand it or my parents would fully understand it and so yeah I would say that's one of the challenges but then yeah then that's what the caseworkers are for but I, I didn't feel like we got full support from them. Yeah. So, yeah, we had to do it ourselves uh, most of the times. So so that's one of them, like the just the systems, basically, yeah, you know, yeah. like the like you said, this housing is so important. Like yeah. you need to have a roof over your head. And if you don't understand what letters are coming through your door, the language, like how you're supposed to know if you've got a place to live in or if you're being evicted or yeah. if you've got rent overdue or if they're changing the rent like because recently know. as well my my um because i moved out of the house and then my my parents got fined oh, <laughs> for really? yeah uh, something in related to taxes yeah. housing taxes so yeah so they got fined which yeah and they, and they, they weren't aware they weren't aware so they yeah. they just had to pay, pay the money yeah sometimes you it's like like you said it's like education isn't it mm. so it would make sense when you first come here to get like a deeper understanding mm. you being 18 as well maybe that's overlooked like we don't or services don't teach you mm. even the housing system yeah so do you feel like what are the themes or things came up when you first came here that you felt like you needed a bit more understanding of to help you settle yeah so um i'll say uh, newly arrived people should um know more about the system in general in in this country so about the nhs education system um the taxing um system and how it goes um things related to everyday life and related to their finances because um these are the, the areas where we're struggling the most and i know for the first for the couple of first no for the first year um they give you support with that so you don't really um need to do much but then after that they don't because they don't teach you they just support you without 
teaching you how to do things. You just lose it after after the first okay. year. So when you say they, um, some of the audience might not know, you came through a resettlement yeah. scheme. Yeah. So do you want to give a little bit of information about that? Uh, so the resettlement scheme is to do with the council. So the yeah. council is responsible um, for you in the first year. So they're responsible for your bills, responsible for your um, for your housing, and um, responsible to um, guide you through yeah. through um, your first year in the UK. So yeah. So um, you were saying that it would be better if not just through supporting you and doing things for you, but mm. also showing you the processes. Yeah. So after your year of them supporting you, you know how to do it yourself. Yeah. And you understand um, the ins and outs of um, laws in relation to um, the housing, to the things I mentioned, to housing, to NHS, um, to medical support and everything. So, You know, just speaking to you is giving me so much like, information because we work with newly arrived young people on the mm. resettlement scheme yeah. and we work with ages 8 to 22 mm -hmm. and you were 18 at the time yeah. so if I knew what you're telling me now five years ago yeah. when we were doing our sessions with you <laughs> we could have done these kind of things yeah. but it takes time to like learn and develop and kind of see these things like you know mm -hmm. taking time to reflect and stepping yeah. back and saying okay what is it that a young person newly arrived young person needs when they first come here and it's just great being able to speak to you after this many years yeah but imagine if we could do this all the time you know constantly ref reflecting and you know being able to speak to young people mm. as soon as they come to the uk yeah or now that we're looking back and you're telling us now that you've settled here your advice and guidance will be help us to shape the programs that we do with the newest arrivals that come here because You've shared your experiences with us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Talking about advice and guidance, what advice or guidance would you give to a newly arrived young person coming into the UK when they first settle here? Uh, what advice in what area? Anything. What would you like to share with them? What would you like to say to them? If 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 you if in front of us right now was a newly arrived young person, what would you say to them? Um, newly arrived person, I would say to them just to um to go out there and experience, and and I would say um Positive Youth Foundation is a is a great place to start, because I remember um when we came to Positive Youth Foundation we had friends, in Positive Youth Foundations where we're still friends to this yeah. very day, which is um it's a powerful thing, um so we kind of come from a similar background, uh so we understand each other. And when you come to Positive View Foundation, to the, um, what's the uh, program we do? Induction program. Induction program. So when you come to the induction program, you meet people um, from similar background that face similar, prob face similar problems or are facing or will face similar problems. So as you can see, Mac is wearing the PYF uniform. He's a member of staff at PYF now as well. So what does it feel like knowing that you can actually support newly arrived young people as well? Um, it's a great feeling, um, knowing that um, I could help a young person that was in a similar situation to me when I, I first arrived to this country. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it kind of gives me, um, it's kind of building a passion within me to, like, um, to support um, a young people that were in a similar situation to me. So, awesome. Yeah. And to finish, um, 
What advice would you give to professionals working with newly arrived young people? So the whole point of us having this conversation is to raise awareness about some challenges and difficulties around um, a young person, newly arrived young person when they first come here mm-hmm. um, and how this affects your mental health mm. um, and your well-being. So what advice would you give to professionals working in the NHS, in the schooling system, in any area that affects your life? What advice would you give to professionals? Um, I, would, I would tell the professionals to sit with um, young people, to previous um, um, newly arrived people and um, talk to them about what went well and what difficulties they faced um, in the couple of first years of, of, of settling in the UK. And that would that would pave the way for them to, to fix things or to provide um, a better advice for the, for the newly arrived people and the current young people that in order for them not to fall into the same um, um, problems that uh, the older ones faced, yeah. So it's all about involving newly arrived young people and yeah. speaking to newly arrived young people. Yeah. Like you can't expect to know mm-hmm. what the problems are if you're yeah. not addressing them or speaking to the people that it affects. Yes. So it's about having conversations mm-hmm. instead of assuming. I think sometimes we assume, but we shouldn't. We should get the facts right. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for joining yeah. us today. I've like learned so much, and I mm-hmm. feel like gonna go now and just like make loads of notes and start thinking about what we can do at pyf you know a little bit differently and just um you know start making these changes and um yeah thank you so much yeah thank you very much my pleasure thanks